I think this is the reality that Chinese people do not have a sense of safety that they can speak freely. But I am in this very privileged position that I'm not in China. So I have every responsibility to make my voice to be heard, to become their voices. Hello, and welcome to Small Black Birds. I'm AJ. In early 2021, a popular gaming website in China revealed that the Chinese government would limit the number of video games the country produces annually and only greenlight projects that promote traditional Chinese values and the government's official version of history. The rule is just one of many new restrictive measures that President Xi Jinping's administration has ushered in to tighten its control over its citizens. The changes extend a frightening authority to new frontiers, even in the context of China's already robust censorship apparatus, which blocks people in China from accessing independent reports about current events or their own country's history. But no matter how tight the Chinese government's grip on information becomes, there will always be people risking their lives to find a way to speak truth to power. And right now, one of the loudest voices condemning the Chinese government is not a voice at all, but rather an artist's hand. I think it's significant to have art within any form of protest. I feel when the people, you know, marching on the street doing the demonstration, when they're holding my art uh, as a form of protest, the whole city become a gallery. When Body Tsao lifts his shirt sleeve, a large tattoo of a tiny man standing in front of an oncoming tank is revealed. It's an inspired choice of ink for the Chinese artist who has earned both the fury of the Chinese government and comparisons to the notorious street artist Banksy. The tattoo is of the individual known to history as Tank Man, the anonymous Beijing resident who on June 5, 1989, faced down a column of advancing tanks while clutching only a shopping bag. One day before, the Chinese army rolled into Tiananmen Square and brutally suppressed a peaceful protest of 100,000 students calling for freedom. There is no official death toll, but estimates range from several hundred to more than 10,000. Like many young people in China, Bada Cao, who is now in his mid-30s, had never heard about what is often referred to as the June 4th Massacre, or simply Tiananmen Square. Banned from the Chinese internet and not taught at any school in the country, the government is determined to erase this shameful event from its official version of history. But activists still find ways to ensure the memories of those who died that day are not forgotten. As a law student in Shanghai in 2007, Bada Cao and his friends were in his dorm watching a movie when it abruptly cut to a documentary about the massacre that someone had secretly inserted into the middle of the movie to get past government censors. That is actually the very first time I know this exists. Thanks to some, you know, clever dissident who made this happen. Tankman is the ghost haunting CCP the most. It shows that any ordinary people or person could have the courage to stand in front of the most powerful object 
this ordinary Chinese guy who just collected all the courage in the world and pushed himself in front of the tank. He's fearless. Many feel the same about Baudetso, a versatile artist mostly known for his cartoon sketches that challenge the Chinese government's authority. He comes from a family of artists. His grandfather and great-uncle were filmmakers in China during the 1930s and 40s. As the political situation deteriorated at home, they both considered moving to Hong Kong or Taiwan, but ultimately decided to stay. It's a decision they paid for with their lives. But once Ba Cao learned of the massacre, he knew he could not stay silent. One of his most evocative works include a series of 64 paintings of a watch the Chinese government gave to soldiers who helped suppress the Tiananmen Square protest, each made using his own blood. I'm born in kind of typical Chinese family, but I always have a dream to be an artist. It's partially because my great parents, they were the first group of filmmakers in China until they are persecuted by the Chinese government. So for me, I always have this root in me and I believe that I have this talent. However, because of the censorship in China, because of my family tragedy, as I said, that my great parents actually died for their art. So it's almost like a taboo in my family for me to be artist again. However, you know, sometimes the more your family tell you not to do it, the more you actually want to do it. And of course, the more I learn about China, the more that I actually want to use art as a language to express the problem of it. For years, Baditsao attempted to keep his identity private, only appearing in public wearing a colorful ski mask. He had good reason to be fearful. Others critical of the regime have faced severe punishments. The artist Ai Weiwei, who Baditsao once worked for as an assistant, and whose art shines a bright light on what the Chinese government wants to keep hidden, was imprisoned and hit with hefty fines that were politically motivated. Another political cartoonist was sentenced to six and a half years in prison for running afoul of state censors. Because what happened to my family, to my great parents' generation, because what happened to Chinese artists like Ai Weiwei, I know that if I want to use art to express the pain of Chinese people, then I'm always under the threat of the Chinese government. So I choose to be anonymous from the very beginning of my art career because I want to avoid being notified by the authority and you know drag my family into all this kind of threat and harassment. Badi Tsao finally unmasked himself on the 30th anniversary of the Tiananmen Square massacre. By then, it had become terrifyingly clear that Beijing already knew his identity. Ahead of a planned exhibition in Hong Kong that year, he began receiving threats. When several of his family members in China were detained by the police, he decided to cancel his trip to Hong Kong, fearing that he could be arrested. My identity got compromised around the time of 2018, and right before I'm going to having a solo exhibition in Hong Kong. My family in Shanghai actually harassed by the police. They got taken to the police station and interrogated by the police. And well, this very clear message being sent to me, it's a threat saying, if I don't stop my art exhibition, if I don't stop making art, then I will pay, my family will pay. After that, apparently I'm facing a very harsh choice if I collaborate with the Chinese government and silence myself, or I should come out and saying, I'm not afraid of you. I want to keep making the art that I like. 
And so that way, you know, more people would join me in the future. And I made this decision to actually take off my mask and show my face to the world now, because I don't believe, you know, being silent or being compromised will make you safe or free again. Though he now lives in Australia, Baditsao is closely associated with Hong Kong's pro-democracy movement, and his art remains popular there. For decades, Hong Kong enjoyed a special status, and its residents could speak freely, and artists and journalists criticized the government without fear of repression. That all changed in 2019, when China passed a national security law that effectively ended free speech in the territory and led to the arrest of dozens of pro-democracy leaders and journalists. It also banned any events or protests in Hong Kong that marked the June 4th massacre. Hong Kong is the city telling the world China is in deep trouble. And Hong Kong is a city also telling the world that people from China can adapt the fundamental value of human rights, freedom, dignity, and democracy. So for me, it's quite a privilege to be able to experience what happened in Hong Kong and using my art to become their voice to tell their story to the world. Perhaps no work created by Baditsao provokes the ire of Beijing more than his images of President Xi punishing a helpless Winnie the Pooh. Depictions of Winnie the Pooh had become a lighthearted way for Chinese people to mock their president after a meme of Xi and then President Obama walking together spurred comparisons to Winnie the Pooh and Tigger. Soon after, government censors began removing any images of the plump cartoon bear and even banned Disney's movie Christopher Robin which featured the beloved childhood icon. Oh, bother. Because Winnie the Pooh is so loved by the public, it's so recognized. And when it's combined with Xi Jinping's image, then you have people ask questions, why do you want to delete that yellow bear? These days, Baditsao's art can be viewed online, at protests, and in museums around the world. A recent show at an Italian museum drew condemnation from Beijing which called the artwork lies and said the host country should cancel the exhibition or risk upsetting their relationship with China. Not only did the museum go ahead with the show, but the mayor of the town hosting the exhibition released a statement saying that art should never be censored. It was a powerful statement in defense of an artist whose career is just starting to flourish and whose influence will only continue to grow. When I'm creating artworks to challenge Chinese regime, I don't know when it will be changed. Or I don't know if my work would change it at all. But even if that is a reality, does it mean my work has no meaning? I don't think so. Thanks for listening to this episode of Small Black Birds. During the Tiananmen anniversary a few years ago, Bonitzau began a campaign to create a tank man emoji and is now considering several NFT projects where the blockchain technology will prevent artwork from being censored. It's just some of the innovative ways creative people are pushing the boundaries of art into the 21st century. Did I get this story right? Let me know at smallblackbirdspodcast at gmail.com. Want to protect your right to protest? Visit Defending Rights and Dissent at www.rightsanddissent.org. Stay safe and talk with you soon. Don't hold it, Jim, for
star girl through a dream 